If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the voice of God, the Green Goblin himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. How was your weekend? Hey, thanks, Patty. It was a great weekend. Had a lot of fun. I didn't make a lot of money on the NFL bets, um, but I was really happy with the outcomes. I'm happy for the Bengals. Uh, that's who I'm rooting for in a couple weekends, but uh, good week nonetheless. Great finish to the Australian Open. And uh, we got a we got a tight one in the competition, Patty. <laughs> oh, we do. And I'm taking it out of your hands. It's going to be just me, but we will <laughs> get there when we get there. Also, joining us yet again, the man who's never lost, Tyler. Never lost. Tyler, welcome in. How was your weekend? Uh, pretty good, as you guys know. <laughs> none of my none of my bets missed. Yep. So we're still rolling. We're still rolling. Still undefeated. Never lost, as you said. Thank you for that. Uh, I think it's great to point that out every podcast. Let them know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we gotta let them know. Let the people know. Gets the people going. All right. So uh, today we are obviously talking about the NFL championship games. Those those happened uh, last night. Um, the Bengals won twenty-seven to twenty-four in overtime. For those that don't know. Uh, the Bengals were actually down 21 to three at one point, as well as 21 to 10 at half, with the Chiefs getting the ball to start the second half. So quite a comeback there for the Bengals. And then the Rams beat the 49ers 22 17. The Rams were down 10 at the start of the fourth quarter and then scored 13 straight to win. Now, before we get into what I wanted to talk about, did you guys see the better who on FanDuel put $20 on the correct score of these games and won over $500,000? I did see that, and I saw that your scores that you predicted were awfully close. Yeah. And I was I had a little split second uh, with a chub where I thought you made <laughs> maybe one half a mil. Uh, but it was not batty parlays, unfortunately. But, no, I saw it. That was nuts. It's insane that not only if you get, like, one of those correct, like that, I was I obviously put some money on those, and it was $1 to win, like, 200 this this man put twenty on it, and he put him on a parlay of the two together. So the fact that they got two correct, I think it deserved the five hundred thousand dollar payout. Absolutely, absolutely, that's insane. The odds of that happening. The, the, um, the man has to be from the future. I mean, it's the only explanation. That's the only explanation. It's the only yeah. explanation. Good yeah. for him, though. No other reason to put 20 down on that unless you just you got a good inkling. Yeah, unless you're rolling in the dough and your units are like $200 and so you just put $20 because that's like a tenth of a unit and you're just putting it on there. But hey, shout oh, out. here we go. Here's a fun segment. What would you do if you won $579,000 off a $20 bet? What would you do? Uh, buy my house, buy another house. Uh, that's about it. Would you keep your current job? Yes. I think I would I think I would go back to school and hmm. get a landscape architecture degree and focus on designing golf courses. Ooh. Interesting turn. I did not think that's where you were going with that. Yeah, no, I was just thinking like, hey, I, I can only be a cog in the machine for so long. Let's <laughs> you can, uh let's you can only keep my let's... mans down for so long. 
Let's <laughs> let's learn how to let's learn how to shape the earth and draw some golf holes. I think that'd be a I think that'd be a cool life. Well, you you already kind of like design your own golf courses. I've seen your sketches, but uh, you you want the more walk. technical. I, uh, you know, get down to the dirty I, stuff. I I do like to draw them, but unfortunately, um, that that doesn't make me any money. And a lot of people think I'm just drawing dicks. I'm. It's almost like that <laughs> scene in Superbad. Yeah, real bad. A lunchbox full of dicks. Vainy I have a lunchbox. I have a lunchbox full of eighteen dicks pictures um and i just say that they're golf courses there you go good good, no, that's the, good pull. that vein there is actually a scottish links course <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic um, i think with my 500k i'd have to have a uh boys trip with y'all to vegas Ooh. let's see how you let's see how your actual gambling <laughs> skills work out oh my gosh that is insane you are see how much you got. See if you guys could double my money for me. Oof. We're just gonna put it all on uh, red eighteen and uh, let it ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> I'll stay. Uh, okay, back to the NFL. So we have seen a ton of comebacks this postseason. Um, I mean, I think it's arguably arguably been the best postseason we've ever seen. But is this because the team that is losing is making second-half adjustments and the winning team isn't? Or is it the team that is ahead is being too cautious and playing not to lose instead of playing to win? Or is there a combination? Or what do you guys think has made this? like? Because in pretty much all these close games, we've seen a team pull ahead early and then the other team come back and basically make it a ball game. And then it comes down to a one-possession uh, type of game. I think... I think the I think the answer for most of these situations is that the team that has fallen behind hasn't had a choice but to play aggressive and I think that co- that goes a long way in coming back but I think specifically the Chiefs lost because they weren't cautious enough if that makes any sense mm-hmm. I think before half that one was obvious but I just think about the second half they didn't run the ball the yeah. ball very much and not that they're a running team so I don't want to say like change your identity but the Bengals were like willingly only rushing three guys and like letting Andy Reid know, like, yo, there's eight people in coverage right yeah. now. Like, if they ran the ball probably like 10 times in that second half, they probably would have just won the game on the clock run alone. Yep. Um, so I think the Chiefs specifically weren't cautious enough. But I think these playoffs have been a good, have shown that like if you play aggressive, like you're going to get more points on the board. Even if you turn the ball over, we've seen fair share of turnovers, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the end of the day, it just passing the ball, like it just leads to more points. I know that's at its simplest form, but when you have to come from behind, you got to be aggressive and we've seen it pay off. Well, and the the thing that blows my mind, like the chiefs, absolutely. But the chiefs have never really been known for running the ball. So that makes sense. The 49ers, you are up 10 points in the fourth quarter. Why are you not running the ball? Um, and I know everyone will say, well, Elijah Mitchell, he really struggled running the ball. He averaged less than two yards a carry. Let's for, not forget about Debo DeGod. He he was averaging 3.6 yards a carry, and the man didn't get a carry in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I actually needed nine more rushing yards for him to hit a juicy same gamer, and he didn't get a touch in that fourth quarter, and that really that really hurt my soul. So, so I'm, I, I'm with you there. I agree with you. Teams going away from – 
you know, what they are known for and not running the ball when you have the lead. I mean, we, we've seen the Colts this year even do that, and they have Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the league. I, just I think third quarters with no – just how many times have we seen a third quarter with Jonathan Taylor not getting the ball? And, and when when the, the Colts this season led more – for more minutes than both the Packers and the Titans, who are the one seeds in the playoffs. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I Get back to the good old-fashioned days of running the ball when you have the lead, taking more time off the clock. Yeah, I would just say, like, be situational. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're best at passing, then, like, stick to the pass. But if you're up 21 to 3. Especially in the whatever, playoffs. If, if, you're up 21 to, if you're up 21 to 10 in the defensive line, has ran or the defense has ran literally seven straight plays and only blitzing three guys. Like let's pick up five yards. Like if nothing good were to happen, like I don't know. It just it seems it, it's definitely easier said than done, and we have no right to be right, telling these right. coaches and players what to do. But it seemed it seemed that the teams that blew leads they really blew it. And San Francisco is more than just the coaching. I mean that guy dropped yeah. the interception. Yeah, that, that was that was tough. That's that, that just unfortunate. Um, Jimmy G looking that, like Carl Wentz out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, tell me I'm wrong, Diz. You you saw that play? That was very Carl Wentz esque. It was Carl Wentz esque, but he had to get rid of the ball because if he gets sacked there, the game's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a Jimmy G supporter, and I think that if he was in a better situation there and. If if the if that pick happens, man, he doesn't have to drive eighty yards without a timeout. So yeah, I'm not right. blaming I'm not blaming Jimmy G. I think just these games have been great. I like that. Uh, I like that deficits have been overcame. Those are the most fun to watch. And like my team's not in it, so yep. I just enjoy watching the close games. Do you think Jimmy G is starting at quarterback for the 49ers next season? No, but I think he's starting somewhere. Okay, I can I can I can agree with that. I. Do you think they get Rodgers, or do you think uh, they go with Trey Lance and try to go with that? I don't think either. I think Trey Lance is cheeks, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think he's – I don't think he's a quarterback in this NFL. Okay. Um, but I don't think Rodgers will go to the Niners Okay. simply because he lost to them this year. You don't want to go to the team you just lost Dude. to. Maybe – a little Kevin Durant action. That's what exactly. I said. I said it could happen, and Rodgers is from that area. So why not come home and play for the 49ers, especially with the defense that that's, that's that good? Um, well, the the coming home point is irrelevant because everyone in his family hates him. And you think about it, and you think about a guy who cares so much about what people think. I don't, I don't, he, he's going to probably hate the media scrutiny that he gets for going to the team that beat his ass. Well, beat his ass is dramatic, but I think that you, beat him in the playoffs. I think you think that he cares more about what people think than he actually does. I think he doesn't give two shits about what people think. Well, Brady's also from there too, man. Like, never know. Is Brady officially retired? Did do we? No, he's not. No. He's not. He's not. I was. He said I was watching. Chester's full of it. I was watching SportsCenter this morning, and they were still pushing the fact that Aaron Ro- or that Tom Brady was actually retired. ESPN doesn't want to make their guy Schefter look bad. They've paid too much money for him. <laughs> what a wild place the NFL is these days. Uh, but uh, if if not, 
Trey Lance is and not Jimmy G and not Aaron Rodgers, who do you think goes to the 49ers to be quarterback? You thinking like a Derek Carr. Oh. Derek that's... Carr's on record though saying he will retire if he's not a Raider. He said he would not play for anyone other than the Raiders. What would he go play for Rich Richie Basaccia? Is, is he stupid? No, he's he's Raider for life. Yeah, he's a Raider for life. Raider hey, once not. a Raider, always a Raider, even if you leave. <laughs> hey. That's the funniest slogan in all of sports because it encouraged players to go play elsewhere because you're always a Raider even if you leave. Do you, do you think like a Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson to 49ers? I don't know. I, I don't want to make a take on Deshaun Watson. I have no idea yeah, what's going I, on. I don't see him playing again unless that gets figured out, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be figured out anytime soon. I mean, just look at, uh, what was his name? That giant Baylor defensive end years back, Sean Oakman. Because, like, he had, all he had was one allegation against him, and he was a projected first round pick, and then has never, never set foot in the NFL because, and he ended up getting cleared. Mm. And he still has never set foot in the NFL because of that. But, counterpoint, it's Deshaun Watson. He's a top. 10 quarterback if if he gets cleared you would think someone would be willing to uh take him on i just think the fan like maybe an owner but the fan backlash would be so bad i mean colin kaepernick's not in the league either true true a lot of fan backlash yeah yeah i think that'd just be a tough sell to try and tell your fan base like especially like i feel like you'd probably alienate most of your like female fans if you signed Deshaun Watson. Probably fair. Probably fair. Uh, anything else, boys, NFL-related before we move on? I want to go back to the Chiefs for a minute. Okay, let's do it. I don't think you can... You can't have two first and goals from the five and not capitalize on it like that. They came out with one field goal out of those two. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's bad. What do you think about the uh, the Chiefs' time management at the end of the game, where they were probably on the Bengals' like fifteen yard line with a minute forty seconds left? They were pretty much it seemed like settling for the tying field goal as opposed to really trying to set up a play or do something to score, if you will. I mean, I just assume they think their offense is good, even though it was not clicking at all in the second half. Maybe they thought, you know, if they could get that, you know, just get to overtime, get that coin flip in their favor, they could go down and, you know, never let the other team have a chance. But as we saw, they weren't moving the ball at all in that second half. So So Mahomes had a QBR in the second half of zero. That is horrific. He looked lost out there. Like he'd never I mean, seen that defense ever before. I mean, we all saw how much he just refused to get rid of the ball and would just drain clock sitting there. I mean, and that fumble, think... that fumble almost cost him the game right then and there. Well, I mean, everyone knows the one thing you can't do in that situation is take a sack. And he took a sack for what, like almost oh. 20? It, it went from like a 30-yard chip shot to a almost 50-yard field goal to tie the game. Yeah, like that's the one thing you can't do. And I don't know. It just – it didn't seem like he was playing like smart football at all 
and starting with the very end of that first half, throwing that throwing that out pass to uh, Hill was just dumb. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was insane. Uh, I, I heard uh, I heard a coworker say that they think the uh, NFL might be rigged. Uh, that they wanted the the NFL wanted the Bengals and the the Rams to. No, it, that's very profitable. Yeah, two yeah. fan bases with a lot of fans. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, I. It's weird to see a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes look that the way he did in that second half. And there is people conspiracy theory he got concussed at some point in the game too, is why he was doing that. But that's kind of that's interesting. Making light of the whole concussion situation, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. taking advantage of the in out that they possibly have. What what about uh, maybe we blame uh, Jackson Mahomes and his wife? <laughs> fair. It's another it's fair. out that people are liking to use. Did we lose we'll Diz? Just... Yeah, he is muted. I'm here. I'm here. I'm just letting you guys talk. I'm. I'm. I honestly have not been listening at all. So you guys just keep going. (laughs) I I got home. I had to take care of some stuff. Like I I got a hard six o'clock out tonight. So oh, well, then better get to it. Yeah, we need to move on then. Uh, Dumbest dummy. So I went five and five on Friday. Diz, how did you do? I went two and one. Yep. Uh, lost the teaser we shared, but uh, thanks Patrick Mahomes for that. Hit the other two, so feeling good, and I believe we're pretty close here, Patty. Yeah, so in the competition, and I don't think I've seen this even after one day of this competition, but we are actually tied at being down 6.87 units going into tonight. So tonight is for it all, Diz. That's insane. Since you have a time constraint, Diz, why don't you go ahead and give us your competition bets? Absolutely. So, Patty texted me today and said, we're exactly tied going into this. And I was like, oh, sick. Because that's a huge win for me because I've been losing the whole month. Yep. But um, then I look at FanDuel and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to bet on. So uh, I'm using my boys over at Odd Shark. Ooh, okay. I have a college basketball parlay. What? And it goes against the grain of what I bet on. I have two road favorites by the spread. Okay, I got Iowa minus five at Penn State. Okay. And I got Duke minus five and a half at Notre Dame. Odd Shark was saying those are easy picks, so I'm riding that. That's at plus 271. Okay. I got the Panthers Blue Jackets over seven. Okay. And I loved it because it was at plus value. I believe it was plus 110 or plus 112 or something. Yep. And then uh, Red Wings at home, baby. I'm taking it until it doesn't hit for me. Red Wings at home, money line against the Ducks, minus 110, I believe. Well, Diz, what you don't know is the Red Wings' home money line did not hit on Friday. So, um, well, balls. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, I'm just checking the Panthers. Okay, yeah. So here's the thing, Diz. I am taking this competition purely out of your hands. No matter. Hey, thanks. No matter if your bets hit tonight or they don't hit, it comes down to if one of my bets hit. 
I am taking five long shot bets tonight that I think could happen. If one of them hits, I win. If none of them hit, I lose. It does not matter if yours hit or not. So I am taking this competition purely into my hands. Love it. They are all five NBA bets, and they are all five for teams to win by 31-plus points tonight. Yes, that is crazy, especially to think that it might happen for five different teams. But I am seeing five matchups that I really love tonight. I think the odds are in my favor. I am going for it all tonight. Don't look at me like that, Tyler. I know what I said. No, no, no. I mean, I was on board until you said the odds are in my favor. Uh, <laughs> okay, so they're never really on in my favor on these bad. 31 plus point bets, but um, yeah, I was just looking at it and seeing plus 4800 like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if those are in your favor. None of them I, are like minus 1000. Yeah. So. I like the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the first one I'm going with is Grizzlies to win by 31 plus at plus 5,000. Now, there's no way this line is still this this heavy. If you were to look at it now, it's probably at like plus 2,800. But um, I personally thought the Grizzlies were going to win this game with Embiid playing. It came out shortly after that Embiid is not playing tonight. He is getting rest, and Embiid averages 29 points per game. So I think this one isn't out of the realm of possibility. My next one is the Cavaliers to win by 31-plus points at plus 2,800. Um, the spread right now is Cavs minus 7.5. Um, now, there has been a late-breaking addition to the uh, injury report that uh, Darius Garland for the Cavs might be out tonight. He is questionable. If he does not play, that really hurts this yeah, I... uh, thing. But along with that, uh, uh, Hart, Ingram, and Valanchunas are all questionable for the Pelicans. If they do not play, then I like the Cavs here. Um, both Valanchunas and Ingram average 15-plus points each. Um, so if they don't play, I think the, the Cavs can walk away with this one pretty easily and get that 31-plus. My next one here, Knicks to win by 31-plus points at plus 3,000. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is questionable. Um, he has missed four straight games for the Kings. Over that span, the average losing margin for the Kings has been 19 and a half. Um, and also Marvin Bagley of the uh, Sacramento Kings is out, and he is a starter who averages 10 points a game. So again, just playing the numbers there. Um, the next one, Celtics to win by 31 plus points. Tyler Celtics to win by 31 plus points at plus 4,800. Um, this one seems like the longest shot. Um, the Celtics, as Tyler knows, are the Jekyll and Hyde of the NBA. Um, they will win a game by 30-plus points, but then they will lose to a team they shouldn't by 15-plus points. So you don't really know what you're getting. Um, but I think the Celtics are getting healthy, and the Heat are not. Um, Lowry's out. Yurt Seven's out. Morris is out. Butler is out. Uh, P.J. Tucker's out. Um, so I, I think just the Celtics are just too much tonight, and they win by 31-plus. And, yeah, I, I got the Tyler stamp of approval there, so I, I'm big fan there. Um, and then, finally, the Trail Blazers to win by 31-plus points at plus 5,000. This one comes down to one fact and one fact only. Our boy, SGA, Shy Gilgis Alexander of the Thunder is out. If he is out, they could lose to any team by 30-plus points. So, there you have it, Diz. 
What's the value on all those again? Uh, well, we got Grizzlies is plus 5,000. Cavs is plus 2,800. Knicks plus 3,000. Celtics plus 4,800. And Trailblazers plus 5,000. So, so if you hit one of those, you win. Correct. And if I hit none of them, you win. Hell yeah, baby. All right, let's quickly, Diz, if we can, let's do group best bets. Um, as a group, we're actually down 3.15 units after a 1-2 and two Friday, but that means we are still within the range to get a positive January. Now, I think, obviously, um, one that we want, Diz, is the Panthers over 7. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is at plus 112. So in order for us to get the plus uh, – we basically need two plus 100 bets, maybe one at plus 102 to be able to uh, get the positive month. Trying to find one that I like here, Diz. Uh, do the Sirs play? Do we just fade the Pacers? Yeah, the Pacers are actually one-point favorites against the Clippers. Uh, no one good is playing for the Pacers. So what if we do a Clippers alternate spread? What's Clippers' money line value? It's like minus uh, 108. We need a little Clippers bit Clippers buy two. Yeah, we need a little bit more juice. Um, let's see. Clippers minus one and a half is plus 106. Let's do minus two and a half this to get plus 120. Love it. Okay, so Clippers minus two and a half. Plus 120. So that combined is plus 232. So that just means is we just need a plus 100 value pick to get us to even. How about hmm. actually? What's the quick math here? Let's see. If we can get a minus one ten, then we're in the clear here. So if I do. Yes, that, that does it. So, Diz, we can do anything against the spread and get minus 110 value and still still get it. What are you thinking, Patty? Um, do, do, we, do we ride with Tyler Celtics and do Celtics minus 6.5? Tyler? I mean, Pat's already got him for <laughs> 31 plus 31. Plus. Why not? Let's do it. Let's freaking do it. Get Tyler involved here. Celtics minus six and a half. So again, our group best bets: Panthers over seven, Clippers minus two and a half alternate spread, uh, and Celtics minus six and a half. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right, Diz. I know you have a heart. Oh, you already passed your heart out, Diz. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. You guys finish it off. Good shit. I'll uh, talk Diz. to you boys on Wednesday. Thursday. Good luck, we Diz. Do, We're all counting yeah, we on you. Thursday. Deuces, boys. Say it, Diz. And then there were two. Two devish, dev, devilishly handsome gentlemen. That that was harder to uh, say than I thought it would. 
Uh, yeah, it's late. It's a Monday. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, six is late, right? Yeah, but it, six is late when you wake up as early as we do, Tyler. Let's, that's that's fair. Let's put it that way. Now, but, Pat, I'm not giving you a pick, but as you were looking at the, you know, saying you wanted something around minus 112, is that what you were saying, or 110? Yeah. I mean, that Heat and Celtics uh, over-under is pretty low, what 209. 209. See, the thing that worried me was this: the Heat. Uh, the Heat have a bad enough lineup tonight, or actually, no, that would prove your point. Um, I was yeah, gonna... that's what I'm... I was going to say, the Heat might only put up like 80 points tonight. So, if the Celtics can put up 112 and, yeah. Which, I mean, I was just saying, if you're already thinking the Celtics are going to put up, you know, beat them by 30, the over would probably be the move, wouldn't it? I Normally, yes. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think actually the Heat are normally an over team, but they they're kind of banged. Not up. tonight. Yeah, well, we'll see. All right. All right, Tyler. All we have left is the multi-sport hail mary parlay of the day. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I if if the NBA ones hit, I feel pretty good about most of these. I mean, I liked the NBA ones I saw. Yeah. They were all looking pretty good. I really don't know anything about the NHL, so I couldn't. Couldn't tell you anything on those, but yeah, um, I like this one. Yeah, and it's pretty juicy. One dollar to win three thousand one hundred and seventy-seven dollars and thirteen cents. Not a bad payday at all. Dinner's on Pat when this hits. That's right, baby. Uh, I'll finally get to pay you off for that NHL that I <laughs> was supposed to buy you. <laughs> all right, so we'll start in the NHL. We got Oilers money line versus Senators. Panthers Blue Jackets over seven, Ducks money line versus the Red Wings, Canucks money line versus the Blackhawks, and Maple Leaves minus one and a half versus the Devils. And then in the NBA, I got Grizzlies minus three and a half versus the 76ers, Clippers plus three versus the Pacers, Cavs minus seven and a half versus the Pelicans, Celtics minus four versus the Heat, Knicks minus six and a half versus the Kings, Hawks money line versus the Raptors. Trailblazers minus three and a half versus Thunder and Rockets plus eleven versus the Warriors. I like it. I mean, those like I said, all the NBA ones look very plausible to me. It's the one that worries me is that Hawks money line. If for some reason Trey Young doesn't Trae end Young up doesn't playing, play. then we're in trouble. We might be in trouble there. But the Raptors too are one of those teams that are hit or miss too. They can like really show up and show out, or they'll put up like seventy points. So. Um, where's that at? Is that uh? It's at Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. At okay, I like the odds for Atlanta then. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I mean, cause that's that's a pretty long distance going all the way from Toronto down there. So I mean. Yeah, and and actually, I didn't know this until I was doing the research today, but um, Atlanta is actually seven and zero ATS in their last seven games. So. Oh, there you go. They're uh, they're really feeling themselves of late. So. I mean, I'm just thinking we saw a full season of the Raptors playing in the South last year. Didn't go great for them. True. Very, very true. So, all right, Tyler, anything you want to get off your chest or talk about before we uh, wrap up Monday? I actually do not have a rant to go on today. That's okay. Hey, that's okay. And you know what? We didn't get Diz's degenerate pick of the week or of the night, whatever. So we will expect that either on Thursday or Friday. So, 
don't you guys miss it. You'll, Diz is degenerate pick of the, of the week, I guess, for the time being. He hasn't done this daily yet, so uh, we'll just uh, plan on it being a of-the-week type. Uh, just whenever he whenever he sees something that tickles his fancy, just go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Tyler, a little professional cricket, something like that, anything. Maybe some professional bowling. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, what's that dude with the fro? He's... He is a character. I, I do not know. I, unfortunately, I do not uh, frequent that. But uh, Tyler, are you ready for the uh, snow slash ice apocalypse that is supposed to hit the state of Indiana uh, later half of this week? I mean, I traded my sports car for an all-wheel drive car. Bring it on. Let's see what it's got. Normally, <laughs> normally I would be calling into work already saying, hey, if it's going to even rain, I won't be there. My Not car won't anymore. make it. You're you're ready. We'll plow through, slap a snow plow on it. Let's go. <laughs> that would be amazing if you put a snow plow on your car. I would be thoroughly impressed, and I would have a good laugh at that. And it's supposed to be uh, like 50 degrees tomorrow. So no, oh, is it? Classic Indiana. We're gonna go to like 50. Like it's gonna be like early spring. We're gonna feel great, and then it's gonna plummet, and it's supposed to be a low of negative one on friday but in between that span we're supposed to get rain ice snow the whole nine yards so i will take 20 inches of snow over that ice storm we had a few years back that was a nightmare yeah for sure anytime snow is better to deal with than ice at least snow is kind of fun ice is not ice is zero fun and i'm afraid we're going to get a little bit of both so it may be zero fun after all i'll be down there building a Building snowman for your dog to terrorize. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you'll you'll just get on your all wheel drive and make your way down just to just to build the snowman for the dogs to chase and attack. Well and and to collect on that uh that Hail Mary Parlay dinner you owe me when this hits tonight. Deal. Sounds like a plan. We'll we'll be ready. All right. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Perfect. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And check us out on YouTube. Go to the YouTube search bar, type in Sports Betting by Dummies, filter by channel. We should be the first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Um, well, I hope everyone has a nice, profitable start to your week, and we will see you all on Thursday. Go Seas. Thank you.